Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Think Millions podcast. We do this live podcast every Thursday, uh, which streams on all of our podcast networks, but also we stream this live for you guys to join us so that you can actually hang out with us and actually ask questions. And so we want you to be engaged. So those that are listening, make sure that you are being active in answering questions or asking questions. So that's what we're here. So welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a podcast where we come live every single week and we produce things that tell you exactly how to scale your business. So we're coming in and we're giving you real life issues that we're having in our businesses, what we see in our clients' businesses. And uh, I still want to look at my computer, but Deb is literally sitting right here, right next to me. It's kind of cool. I don't know how we, uh, yeah, it's, we it's, like a, it's, a, it's a little weird, right? There you go. <laughs> um, but today we're going to talk about making tough decisions and when to sacrifice your values for the sake of your startup survival. And this is this is a tough one because, you know, I feel like in my whole career, I've had to find the synergy. Remember, we don't talk balance. The right. synergy of our values as a company and our startup survival, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, let's we'll talk about our values, right? So for me, one of our number one values is respect respect everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, what position you have. Um, Respect is very, very important. The second value is positivity. Running a business and being in a startup is not easy. And I feel a lot of people, especially like the Gen Z younger crowd that's never been part of that environment, they don't understand that there is a level of pressure that there isn't in big corporations, right? Especially straight startup. Like if you're in a startup that's three years or younger, a lot of times they're not going to have the funding. They're not going to have the experience that you would normally have at a bigger organization. And there is a level of pressure on the CEO, the board and the executives that there aren't on others. Right. Mm -hmm. So positivity is, is really important. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that too. Like when we have pressures behind the scenes of, you know, paying a multi six figure uh, salary every, every uh, month, payroll, payroll and you know, so I would say those are very strong values. Our, Our third is to innovate and modify. We actually, one of our core values is not to be perfect. And what's interesting about that third value is very clear. It's all over our website. It's even in our contracts. It's in our proposals. It's trademarked. (laughs) But we've had clients that have had a very different perspective on this value. Mm -hmm. And what's important is it's not just our values that we have, but that our clients align with our values as well. And what's interesting is we've found recently some of our clients, I would say majority do, but some of our clients have very different values and they want things to be perfect, perfect. And we're about execution and getting results. Mm -hmm. But sometimes your values don't align with getting results. So how do you find that balance? You know, I think what people lose sight of, especially in the early days, we're we're very big on integrity. That's also one of our core values. And it comes through in lots and lots and lots of ways. But we have high levels of integrity because that's how you get the best results. But people hear the word integrity and they get a little caught up in in kind of a 
I don't want to say a perfectionist mentality about it. No, but, it is. But it it's becomes, a perfectionist mentality. Right. It almost becomes legalistic. Call a spade a spade. Okay. It becomes legalistic. What people don't understand about integrity, integrity is structural. It's not legal term. What that means is your action should line up behind your word. So whatever you say you're going to do, whatever say is, is true for you, that your actions match that. So some people might say like, well, marketing and messaging gets a little weird and that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. If I'm on a mission to create results for my clients or my customers or add value to their world, I have to stay true to the mission. See, people lose sight of having integrity around their mission yeah. and they get hyper-focused on the little stuff. So if you really want a strong bridge to drive your car over, it's made of concrete and steel, right? If you put too much water or too much sand in concrete, the structural integrity is degraded. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to keeping true to the mission your actions have to line up and i'll i'll end my time my rant with this when <laughs> when when you okay rant. When, y'all know that show survivor yeah when people agree to go on survivor what are they agreeing to do outwit outplay outlast right that's the tagline and be naked and be well I don't know what Survivor you're watching, but I guess it is. <laughs> is that the wrong show? I don't know what channel she's on. Yet. Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe that's the wrong show. Maybe that's Naked and Afraid. Yeah, it's okay. I confused them. All right. But so like people Forget go Forget about there, it. They're not naked. People go there and they're like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to deceive. I'm not going to like have double agent alliances. Well, then you're not, uh, then you're not honoring your word to outwit people, outplay people and outlast people. So yeah. stay focused on the mission. Don't get caught up in the in the in this weird little world of like you know well, it's also too it's like you know there there's times where you got to test different things yeah and see what works and if you're really good at what you do then be good at what you do but sometimes marketing <laughs> is marketing to people what they think they need and so sometimes what we found with some of our clients like they're they're too in the weeds on on the messaging on the end but the, you have to understand that sometimes people want to hear one thing. And unless they hear that one thing, even if it's not exactly what you do, then you sell them one, what they need. Yeah. And that's just marketing. And what we're, what we find sometimes is people get so in the minutia of this isn't correct, that they're actually hurting their business because no matter what people want to hear something else. Yeah. And that's the truth. It's like when people come to us to help us scale their business, they think they need leads and marketing, but nine out of 10 times, what we find people have mindset issues. Yep. They have confident issues. Mm -hmm. They have offer issues. Yep. But if I put an ad out that said, I can fix your mindset, people are not going to talk to us. But if I put an ad out like, Hey, we have a surplus of leads, come talk to us and we'll help you get leads to find out when they come that it's really not a lead issue. It's an offer issue. But if I put out and say, Hey, your offer sucks. Let us help you. People are going, hey, I just need leads. My offers are fine. Right. See, this is where they get lost too. And this is, you guys, write that down. Hit rewind. Replay this part. Because what Alexa just said is so important. And so many entrepreneurs and business owners miss this. You have to meet your clients, future clients that are leads and prospects, where they are. Not where you think they need to be. You know what they need. Your job is to attract them with what they want. You have to speak their language. You have to talk about what troubles them. You have to let them know that you understand them and what they need by speaking their language. And it is not their responsibility to come to us. It's our responsibility to go to them. And if you're not speaking in a way that they understand that this is 
you know, they, they can do what I want. They can help me get leads. They can help me do whatever. We know there's more to it, but we have to bring them close, gain their trust, gain their confidence, and then help them with what they really need. But people get lost in that. And that, you know, it, it's why it's why we're good at what we do because we bridge that gap for our customers where they just can't see that yet yeah i mean i was looking this morning we got 77 leads in the last two weeks <laughs> wow like and this is like i mean we're spending like five dollars a day guys and yeah. and like the thing is is it works right. right and the reality is is i know that we can help scale businesses i know that we can help people who are willing to let us help them. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's like, and that's the thing. That's the mindset. Thing that's too. the mindset piece. It's like people, again, you know, they have to be actually willing. And there's one thing to say you're willing and and there's another to actually like, let us do what we're good right. at. It's a, this is an important topic though, because, you know, and we even talk about it. Like one of the things you'll hear out there is, you know, never abandon your values, stay true to what's, what you value, stay true to what matters to you. We're not asking or requesting that people abandon their values, but, but people do get caught up. Our clients, it happens to, to our clients as well. They get caught up in thinking that their messaging has to sound a certain way or say a certain thing, or it's not in line with their values. And what we try to show them is what we just described it. Your values are, are aligned with what your clients need. Your if if your mission and purpose is to reach and have a positive impact on as many people as possible, then you got to do whatever it takes to get in front of those people. Then you can deliver what they need. But in the meantime, yeah. and by the way, I saw I I think it was in Slack somebody shared a photo. I, it was a medical facility. I don't know where. I don't know what it was, but it said. I mean, it was brutal. The message said, "Look at all the smiles on these faces." And they're about to get diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Really. And the idea was to say, hey, we're all living our lives, but don't forget to get checked. They know this is what people need. And sometimes you got to stop people. And guess what? That provoked a lot of emotion. Yeah. But the message behind it was actually really good. And it stopped people in the track to the point where somebody literally wrote us and was like, how disgusting is this? And we're like, yeah, but did it not catch your attention? You just sent it to all you of us. You just sent it to all of us. So clearly <laughs> it works, right? Right. And like, yeah, do you think that maybe like the scare tactic might be against their values? Yeah. Maybe, but you know what? Maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe it shouldn't be because clearly they were able to actually move the needle and get people to start talking about it. And that's yep. what you want. Your marketing needs to get people to start talking about it. The point is to save lives. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so- if, if you knew that you had the cure for something or something really important and, and all you had to do was get people's attention, would you not be willing to do anything it took to get their attention? I would. If I knew I could prevent, you know, I don't know, the flu from the result of COVID or anything, anything that affects humans negatively. And I knew that I had it and I knew that I could help them. I would do whatever it took. So I, I, I think of it as a shift of mindset, yeah. right? I know I can help a lot of people and I'm going to do whatever it takes to convince people to come work with us mm -hmm. because I know we're freaking good at what we do. Yeah. So if that means I have to draw them in, you said this yesterday, remember you said, yeah, should, should I not put bait on a hook right. to get the fish? Right. <laughs> so no, I'm going to put the bait on the hook, reel them in and then tell them what, what they need to hear. That's but right. First, you got to tell them what they want to hear. That's right. And All that's the reality. If any of you, are, have ever fished you used a lure 
which wasn't an actual piece of, well, maybe the worm was a piece of food, but there was a hook in it. There was a hook buried inside that lure because you're trying to catch a fish. So it, you know, is that against your value? You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. If I know that I can, I need to hook somebody's attention, say, I have something that can help you. And like you said, maybe that's part of it. May, maybe that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just now catching on that. The mindset issue is around the confidence that you can deliver, that you can really deliver on what you say you offer. So, and if you are convinced that you can deliver, you'll go to any length to reach the people that need you. And I'm not saying, Oh, put a fake like no, no, offer no. out there. Yeah. No, but if people think we're not clickbaity, clickbaiting is over. Yeah. Everybody sees through that. Like if, if, if you, if you're good at generating leads, then reel them in with that and then give right. them what they really need. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not good at generating leads, then maybe your offer is off or you, you have to look at the three things, the audience, the offer and the messaging. I go back to the, I, I keep going back to that mindset guy. Yeah. Right. So I saw this ad and the mindset guy was basically like, I could double your revenue in six months. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, Hey, you can make 10 million. Let's go. Like, you know, yeah, it, it sounds great to me. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Like, I don't care who you are. If you could double my revenue. Great. Yeah. So I spoke to the guy and it finds out he's, he's a mindset coach. But when I spoke with him or when I saw the ad, I immediately thought he was like some sort of leads or whatever. Right. And he did. He just said, I have, I have a method that can double your revenue in six months um, you know, book a call and I'll let you know what it is. And it was mindset. He's a mindset coach. He had no idea about marketing leads, nothing because his belief is that he could double your revenue by removing the barriers, AKA yourself. Well, and for the, for the right audience member, he's that he's going to deliver on that, right? Like it depends on the stage of the business and there are people who need it and people who don't. And that's the point. Like, as long as you're talking to the right audience with the right offer, but that is interesting. He never mentioned mindset of any, in any nope. of his marketing. And none of his marketing. He had nothing about mindset. <laughs> and that guy is probably still booked. And, yep. and the important he thing- He got your attention. Yeah. And, and you're and a marketing I, I never get person. my attention grabbed and it right. grabbed my attention immediately. Now, would you say that that's honest? See, that's where I think, this is a perfect example of what we're talking about. Like some people out here might be saying, well, he's marketing that he's- Does he double. have proof that he's right. done that? Blah, 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 blah. Like, and I asked him, I'm like, well, all right, give me examples. And he had examples. And I said, but did they double? And he, you know, and here's the thing. It's like, it's that balance, right? Yep. Where he, he strongly believes he is that good that he can double your revenue if you listen to him. Well, and here's what he's probably doing. He's probably coming in and saying, I don't know what he's doing, but I mean, I'm guessing that he's coming in and saying, all right, what has worked for you so far? And how do we, how do we orient your mindset around those tactics exactly. so that you're comfortable with it? You're confident with it. And it's now muscle memory and second nature to you so that you can do more of what works and less of what's not working and clear out the clutter in your brain that there's value in that. And we all probably need that. And in the end, I, if, if I were operating at full power and not under stress and second guessing and self-doubt and all that, any of us would probably perform better. So he's not wrong. Yeah. And then I could sell more. Yeah, exactly. Or hire Alexa and (laughs) (laughs) not be, not be afraid to invest in some good marketing and sales tactics. So I think, you know, it's, you got to put all your values on a piece of paper and understand what, what are my no negotiations Mm -hmm. and which ones can I negotiate? Oh, I like that. The non-negotiables. If you get clear on that, everything else is on the table, right? Outwit, outplay, outlet. Like 
let's go like it's you know? a doggy dog world yeah. and the problem is those that play exactly by the rules are the ones that do not win and you I, know I what to say it i love the that, richest though. people i know are the cheapest and are the rule breakers but think of it this way here's an interesting spin on that i love that you just said that because like okay it's a doggy dog world and the ones that you know put values first above everything else to me they're actually upside down and inverted in their thinking because the people who are the most successful are actually putting their clients first. And some people might say, uh-uh, the richest people are putting themselves first. But here's what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. They know exactly how to speak to the person who needs them. And they know exactly how to help that person. And they're willing to do what it takes to get in front of that person. And that's what comes first for them. And so, it, it, you know, I, I was just so excited about this topic because I don't think people think that way. I think they think they're being true to their values and true to themselves. But it's like, what about your mission? if to help people right if you're, if you're there to help yeah. people who cares about that one little thing that is questionable yeah if it's going to draw people in yeah draw them in right and and sell them on your life changing service look at billboards on the highways some of them are just like the ones that get my attention are the most great the craziest ones. craziest ones the craziest ones <laughs> look at our news cycle Look at social media, look at all the things that are out there. You know, the more, I don't want to use the word extreme, but the more, you know, kind of like off the wall, different, unique, out of the box ideas are the ones that get attention. Mm -hmm. And if you really have something that you truly believe is going to help people, then you got to be willing to get those folks attention and do what it takes. It doesn't mean you've got to change who you are or any of that. It's just good marketing. Yeah. Come 100%. talk to, come talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would love to hear what everybody else has to say. So um, wherever you're listening, I want to hear your comments. I want to know what your, your your thoughts are. We're not saying go against your values, but what we're, what we're asking is we're just putting on the table as a conversation. Like at what point do you find a synergy between revenue and your values? Yeah. Because sometimes our values do stop us from making revenue, whether we realize it or not. Such such a good point it's such a good point and i do think it's a blind spot for a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners and and again like we work with a lot of purpose driven purpose oriented people coaches and consultants tend to have a service mindset which is great we love that and that's part of what we have to work on with them well it's i'll getting, give you a perfect yeah. example like one of our clients right now is for whatever reason only wants to work with women and just has this thing about men Right. And we, I've talked through it with her a couple of times. And the problem is all her experience is in a man driven world mm. and all the people that need her help are all men, but she refuses. So I said, at one point, do you go against your values to actually make money for your company and build it up, especially at a startup stage when you're, you're, I don't want to say struggling, but you're, you're fighting to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. right. At what point do you go against your value? to make money to get your business started and then go back and then start building out the woman coach. My, so I, I guess, I guess my, my question too, in that situation would be, why is it about you and not about the people who need you? Yeah. 
you know but that that's the thing it's like you've got to find that balance yeah. between the two and and it's it's hard it's not easy and i'm not i'm not saying oh go against your values here but it, it is a question it's like it's a good question to ponder it is it's worth asking and it'll make you better like i have a value i will not work with assholes <laughs> if you're an asshole like take your money back and shove it up your ass like straight i just i'm at the point in my yeah. life in my career where yeah. that is a non-negotiable well, and here's the thing. we they, It's hard to get good results with them. Yeah. You know what most assholes produce, right? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> I'm not going to say the S word. No, I just, it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah. I don't, I don't need more money. Yeah. I don't need like, yeah, is it great? I want more. Yeah, absolutely. But it is not worth my sanity to work with assholes. No. And it, and it just, it's a struggle to get, you know, to get in place what we need to get in place so that they can get the result they want. And, you know, there's just so much energy expelled in the process that it's difficult to really move the needle for folks like that because they're just not, they're not willing to kind of cooperate, you know, yeah. no, everybody hears the word cooperate and they think it means subordination. It's not, it's cooperating. We're working together here. Yeah. And if we can't cooperate, then we're not going to co-create and you're going to, so I I think away. that everybody needs to write down their values and put what is a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also don't assume people know your values. That's true too. Like there's times where like, I, I'm not you, I'm not in your head. So right. like, unless you have them literally written out on your website right. or in a document, like not everyone's going to know your values either. Right. And you've got to make them known, right. you know, and we, we, all of our employees have literally a one pager of our values. Like it's very important. It's in our course. It's like, it's so, so, so important. Mm -hmm. But so I want to hear what everybody else thinks. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review and uh, come catch us every week. Go to any podcast network and we are up there. We upload these. We go live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Sometimes it ends up being 10, 15, but because <laughs> sometimes we can't work technology, but uh, come check us out. We would love to hear your feedback on what you think. Thank you, Debbie. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.